future, talk radio will actually educate, inspire, and make you think. The future is now. Topics and music that affect your life from Universal Broadcasting Network. Tune in at ubnradio.com. And most poor suckers are starving to death. I'd like to propose a toast. Well, 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 look what the cat dragged in. How do you know it was a cat that dragged me in? Meow. <laughs> this is going really well. <laughs> <laughs> what are you doing Tuesday? Oh, you know, a little talk show on the rocks. Oh, right. Oh, I'm in that. Now I'm on that train? Oh, good. Well, just, you know, pour me a double, baby. So join us on Tuesdays at 7 p.m. for On the Rocks with Jill. And Alexander. That went smoothly, don't you think? <laughs> See you Tuesdays. <laughs> oh! Every time we hear that, we think, oh my god, we're going to have to re-record that. Every time. We sound like we're drunk, uninterested, and maybe on Prozac. Like, uh, all, all, all at the same and time. And was just yesterday. <laughs> <laughs> uh, happy birthday, girl! Oh, thank you! Happy birthday! How old? Uh, 29 again. Yay! Me Yay! too! <laughs> <laughs> it's a she birthday, too! Oh, I had, that's what I love. Did Lucy. you use that? Oh, who was that on Lucy? It was when they were in Italy. Well, that was a Portuguese cousin. What? <laughs> yes, oh, obrigado. Oh, hey! oh! Uh, anyway, so I have to tell you, I had the most amazing four days. Actually, five days. Unflipping believable. Yes, we know. In fact, I think we have a picture. Oh, do uh, you? Yes. Oh, I was on no. the. No, that is not. My, that, no. I'll take it though, Kurt. This is what happens when, when you have a straight man r- running your computer. I, I, we're looking at all of his, his personal pictures. I don't know what's going on. But These are on his phone. Okay, never mind, Kurt. The show's over. It's ruined now. Wow, that moment's over. You're not getting paid today, Kurt. Uh, oh, well. You were on a cruise. I was on a four-day cruise, California Coastal Cruise, with two of the most amazing chefs. One of them was Kat Cora, who was the first female Iron Chef. And she is hilarious. And then... Uh, uh, Suzanne Tract, who's got this great restaurant here in L.A. called Jar. It's a great steakhouse. And it's, yeah, it's it's amazing. She is hilariously funny, and I was so I was. Uh, I don't. Why are we looking? Kurt's got a very interesting life. Um, <laughs> it's an attachment, Kurt. It's an attachment. Um, so anyway, we're professionals here. <laughs> so so. It was the most fun, and I loved these chefs. And we we went to Santa Barbara, where Kat hosted this wine tour Ugh. at Fest Parker's Winery, and the chef who did our food was Julia Child's chef. Are you kidding? No, I'm not kidding. Oh, I'm Julia Child. Oh, oh Julia, everybody. I'm bleeding everywhere. <laughs> everybody, thank you, Kurt. Go. Yes, there we go. And, the, uh, the Charlie's Angels. So here's us trying to be Charlie's Angels, which is really cute. <laughs> was that before or after Martini? So it looks like after. Uh, uh, there was a lot of after. <sighs> There was a, it was every day that, that we were just, I mean, even we were like, oh God, not again. Now, do they give you like an open tab because you're the celebrity ambassador? Well, they, I don't know if I'm supposed to say that or not, but I will neither deny nor confirm oh, that information. Okay. You're going to sneak me on next time and the ship will have to pull over and pick up more vodka. They'll be like, we, we <laughs> yeah. ran out. Especially There's this no open sneaking tab. you in with vodka. <laughs> yeah, that's but true. So, so, okay, so that was that. And then we had our day at sea, which was so much fun. And we did this cooking demo with the two of them and that was unbelievable. And then the next day, uh, Suzanne Tract hosted us in Ensenada. And all we kept, all I kept saying is, to Suzanne is, okay, what do we need to get in Ensenada? What, what, what food? Where do we, what do we need? So she kept saying, fish tacos, fish tacos. So we go to, the, we go, shut up. We go to this. Really? 
we go to this winery. Who knew there was a winery in Ensenada? And it um, was, everybody. No, I had no idea. Mexicans know. Well, and since I'm not one, uh, and you're from Spain, what do you know? Yeah, paella. <laughs> That's all I know. So this winery is so. What is that sound? Kurt, are you? What do you have ADD doing? today? Like, what is happening with you? No, he is so nervous because. We have so many pretty pretty ladies here. He's like, oh, God. Well, I'm here every freaking week, and he hasn't made a mistake yet, so what the hell does that tell you? No. Happy birthday, me. God damn it. Because usually we're full of gay people, right? And he's like, oh, who cares? Yeah. And now he's like, oh, God. Well, and he's, hello? He's, he's blushing. I've never even seen him have color. It's like, do you want to build a snowman? <laughs> <laughs> he's going to quit after today. <laughs> probably will. He probably will. But so, so we get to Ensenada, and this winery is so exquisitely beautiful. It's built into the side of a cliff, and they, the food they had was unbelievable. And through the whole meal, Suzanne's like, we've got to get those fish tacos. We've got to get those fish tacos, and we've got to go tequila tasting. And we've got to, come on, chop, chop, let's what go. What is she, Rosie O'Donnell? I know. So, <laughs> shut up. So we go into town, and, and the tour guide says, okay, we said, where should we go? She said, you need to go to this one place. The mother is actually, of this boy is Japanese. The father is from uh, I have no Ensenada. idea what you're saying to me right now. <laughs> talking about... This is like a choose-your-own-adventure. I know. <laughs> so I'm talking about the tacos. And she said he's opened his own stand, and the food is amazing. So we go in, and they have stone crab soft tacos. <gasps> I cannot even begin to tell you how unbelievable they were. I'm dreaming about them. They were, and both of the chefs were just like, geez, this is the best thing we've ever had, and on and on and on. And Your passion is, is very intense right now. Oh, it was intense. And then, so then, <laughs> both Kat and I had booked massages, uh, and they happened to be at the same time. So when we got down, you know, you go to a place, the corralling area, as I like to call it, and then the masseuse comes in and takes you to the room. And did the, so I, uh, both of our masseuses came at the same time, and I said, okay, I'll see you. I'll see you in an hour. And the masseuse goes, no, 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 we're all going this way. And I'm thinking, oh, all right. So they take us upstairs to these cabanas, which are incredible, on the ship in this area called the Sanctuary. And it's rooms where you can get a massage that are, you know, curtains all the way around except to the front of the ship where you can view the ocean. Oh, so you can go nude if you want. Oh, yeah. Oh. So we're in our little robes, and we're walking up, and we're looking at each other because we keep going the same direction. And this is odd. Well, we get up to the top and we realize Do it's they a, think couple's it was a couple's massage. Yeah. <laughs> I've so always questioned about you, Jill. We're, we're looking at each other going, and she's married with four kids, and I've got my two, and she's looking at me, and I'm looking at her, and we go, okay, well, we just met and all. This is kind of awkward. Uh, so we both go, all right, I'm turning around. Take off your robe. All right, one, two, three, jump. And we get in on, and now the massage is starting to happen, and all of a sudden we're just going into sleepy land. We're on the top of the ship, which isn't far from the ship's horn, and it goes off. Whoa! <laughs> well, I just put my mouth on this microphone. God knows where it's God been. God knows where that's been. If I'm not here next week, you'll know why. But I feel like I should get paid right now for that. Anyway, so so uh, we both jumped about five feet. It was the decibel level. I can't tell you. I would start. The glasses crying. were shaking. We were screaming, laughing. But it was a, such a fun trip, and they're both amazing, amazing women, and it was such fun. This California coastal cruise that they just started doing, which is a whole gourmet foodie thing. If well, they do it again, invite. you got to I really appreciate it. Here I am, like, slaving away on the radio show, and I get your posts, your Instagrams, and it's like sunsets is and this, seashells Is this when I was at lobsters. the polo match on Sunday? Yes! <laughs> and then you get back, and then you're like, I have a polo match instead of Barbara. And here's you having fun with, like, champagne and big hats. 
I'm like, God, life is just tough, isn't That's it? That's the name of my new band. Big Hats? Champagne and Big Hats. <laughs> well, or is that just a Sunday afternoon? There's a go-go dancer in West Hollywood named that. Oh! <laughs> <laughs> anyway, speaking of long stories. Too late. <laughs> I just went to screening of The Martian Very at interesting. Fox Let's Studios. talk about our guests. <laughs> okay, but guess who was there? I'm just joking. Matt you know, Damon was there. Oh. And he, he was this close to me. Right? He walked in and everybody stood up and clapped. Even the movie was going on. He is so handsome and gorgeous in real life. He is beautiful. Oh, and the movie was so long. Oh, really? It was like Castaway in Space, literally. Oh, right, right, right. I was like, <laughs> and it was in 3D. It's like, I'm getting bored in 3D. That's well, when you know a movie's really boring. Yeah. If it's in 3D and then then you fall asleep. Well, but now that we found water on Mars, it's kind of anticlimactic, I'm thinking. <laughs> well, you yeah. Know, whole... I mean, but like you felt like you were marooned because it was, a, it was two and a half hours and it's like... Was the professor there? Was Mrs. Howell? <laughs> yes. <laughs> um, but, it, I mean, the uh, the action parts were really good, but the best action part was when Matt Damon walked in. <laughs> what did you say about it, bud? <laughs> it was like two pumpkins fighting for a patch. <laughs> oh. <laughs> Happy Halloween! <laughs> Trick or treat! Yes. Oh, oh, now Kurt's on point. Welcome back, Kurt. He's, he's back for the gay jokes. Yeah, well. <laughs> anyway, today's show is so hot... Um, it's so hot. It's so I'm hot. Sizzling. And you, you know how long it's been since I've been the only gay person in a room. <laughs> a long like, time. I don't know what to Alexander. say. What, what, yeah, it's been, it's been a Just while. act normal. <laughs> uh, we have from Sons of Anarchy and Days of Our Lives, Kristen Renton. Whoop, 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 whoop. Hey, hey, girl. <laughs> oh, see, there it is. Model, actress, a philanthropist. Um, and she's going to be talking about some of her philanthropy work. <laughs> Do you know I've been watching Days of Our Lives for 30 years? Have you really? Yes, I have. Oh, wow. And how's that going for you? It's fantastic. <laughs> Patch is back. Awesome. And she's like, I don't know who the hell that is. I, no I just idea. go in, shoot my day, and I'm out. <laughs> Yeah, I, I feel like you could catch me up because it's probably like later the yeah, same day right. since I left. It's probably later is. that day. Yeah, that yeah. day. In fact, you just had lunch in Salem, <laughs> right? Exactly, exactly. Um, and then we have hot off the voice, um, Alyssa Sheridan. Yay! <laughs> Beautiful voice. Uh, we're going to talk about her audition on live TV. Whew, in front Ooh. of in front of. Adam Levine. That's that's mm-hmm. got to be crazy. I had a student who didn't who got as far as almost the chairs, and they filled everything up by the time the chairs happened. Oh. Yeah, and there's there's about fifteen people that didn't even get to step yep. foot on the blind audition stage. Yep. And you're like later, bitches. <laughs> <laughs> I'm on TV. <laughs> I wonder if it was the. Did you just do it? Um, yeah, last I, Monday, right? Um, <gasps> well, it, it aired last Monday. Oh, okay. We finished filming about a month, month ago, a month and a okay. half ago. Has yeah. it been that long? Yeah. Wow. That's crazy. It's, it's, been a while. it's a long process. Amazing? It is a very long process. Mm-hmm. With TV and all? Mm-hmm. Um, and the reason uh, she was on The Voice and didn't have to wait in line with all the other sad people. Um, <laughs> <laughs> no, seriously. It's because it was set up by this nonprofit, uh, Brat Pack. Nice. Uh, founded by a 17 year old. When I was 17, You're I was smoking in the bathroom and like. <laughs> Like sleeping with a football player, right? <laughs> Who wasn't? No. It's like, oh, hi, my name's Kenzie Hall, and I've set up this whole nonprofit. Look at me, <laughs> like overachiever. <laughs> I know, right? I know. Uh, well, it's very exciting. I'm very excited to have you guys all. Three gorgeous girls. Three oh, gorgeous girls. So girls. excited to be here. Thank you. Yay! Absolutely. We're gonna have some fun. I see a guitar in the corner. Oh, do you know nice. that G- that Jill's a singer? Really? Oh, singer. Yeah. Yes, she's a singer. 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 We had a duet cabaret and she pushed me off stage, but I, oh well. Oh. She had the shine. Yes. 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 That was not on purpose. You were just in my light. P- 
P.S. Jill, oh. I sang Suddenly Seymour last night at <gasps> karaoke. Did you? I had so many vodkas that oh, I got up there, yeah. I forgot the words, and then I forgot my part, and then I just walked off stage. <laughs> <laughs> and the girl I asked, it was some random girl at the bar, I left her alone, she was like, what happened? <laughs> <laughs> Oh my god. Oh god. Oh, it was so much to talk about, was, you and I. It, it was a mess. Stop looking at your texts. <laughs> it's Matt Damon. Oh. He's like, why'd you have to go? He's in our radio show. <laughs> anyway, uh, also joining us uh, live from New York, uh, Ben Rimmelauer. Hey, Ben. Hi. There's handsome Ben. There's the gay boy. There we go. <laughs> ah, all is right with the world. So, uh, Ben is our monthly New York correspondent. Uh, he writes for a playbill. He's coming to Orange County this weekend. I know. For Gay Days, Anaheim. Hello, are you there? Yes. Oh, he's listening. It's radio. You actually have to talk, Ben. <laughs> <laughs> I, was, I was liking everything you were saying. <laughs> now, were you liking it on Facebook or – never mind. <laughs> I, I was favoriting it, actually. Okay, so tell us what's hot in New York. What's going on? What have you uh, been to? I saw the picture of you and Betty Buckley. That's old already. I talked about old. that last time. Yeah, we talked yeah. about that last time. We bought but it. then he had pictures. He had proof of it. Because oh. I was like, uh, liar. But no, <laughs> you, you, you were there. I don't listen. I, I lie about a lot of things, but not Tony Leonard. <laughs> Nobody lies about the Buckley. Yes. Not, no. You don't want to fuck with Buckley. <laughs> no, you don't. <laughs> um, but I, uh, every, there's a lot going on right now. I think probably the biggest news is this uh, production from L.A., uh, the Deaf West Theater production of Spring Awakening just opened on Broadway. And? Um, to rave reviews. People yeah, it's like the hottest ticket in yeah. town. Yeah. I love when and, deaf people do musicals. Um, it works out really well. Said, that's an L.A.-based company with deaf <laughs> actors mixed with actors who have hearing. And they did that production of Big River in L.A. that they sent to Broadway that was also acclaimed. And um, So I actually haven't seen it yet, but people are saying it's it's everything. And Marley um, Matlin is in it. That's right. I that love Marley right. Matlin. She's great. She, I, where's she been? I, 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 it's not my turn to watch her. Learning how to know. sing. <laughs> so how do they do it with deaf actors? Do so they have like somebody singing and then somebody signing? Exactly. Like how do you do vibrato with your fingers? I remember in the Big River there was one really beautiful moment um, in the song Waiting for the Light to Shine when at the very end it went into this like acapella chorus which was just dramatic and powerful you know, on its own. And then that went into just the two lead um, signing actors. So all of a sudden it was totally silent on stage. And it was just those two signing the chorus, which you'd already watched them sign with the singing. So it felt like you knew the words, you know, and it it was like, it was gorgeous. I mean, it was the most breathtaking thing. It was this silent moment. Uh, It's actually giving me a chill to think about that. Cause that's just, Oh, don't roll your (laughs) eyes at me, Alexander. (laughs) You know me. I- <laughs> <laughs> like, that's gorgeous. Next. <laughs> Where's Patty Lapone? <laughs> oh, God. So, Ben, what, what, what else is going on in uh, New York? Well, last week I saw Madonna at uh, Madison Square Garden. Yes, I saw your pictures. I was so and thrilled she- for you. <laughs> oh, he just hung up on us. Well, he didn't mean to. Hello? Can you hear me? Yeah, 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 yeah. say that again. <laughs> you know what? Do you know what Was happened? that you, Kurt, again? We said Madonna. He's like, oh. No, but he, in, he invoked Madonna, and that's what happens. Yes. You just have, yeah. you, you, you she's listening take her to name in vain. Um, she doesn't have to be here. She's on the present. She's fabulous. And uh, the greatest thing was that Amy Schumer opened for her. That's I love crazy her. to me. Oh, my God. She was so hilarious. And Amy Schumer's like, um, you know, I couldn't believe they were asking me to open for Madonna. And I said to them, like, you know, um, I can't believe you're asking me to open for Madonna. And they were like, well, who better to open for Madonna? And she's like, and I said, 
any band. (laughs) 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 I mean, she was just great. Oh, she's Um, so good. How was the concert, though? I mean, it's all lip-synced, but but how was it? I don't know. It was definitely not all lip-synced. I mean, there was a lot... there's a lot that had to be live vocals. I mean, I'm sure some of the stuff when it's a lot of dancing is lip synced. It was fantastic. Um, she seemed to be having so much fun there. She did a version of like a virgin, a version of like a virgin <laughs> that was um, all alone on stage, just her dancing and singing. And it was incredible. It was like, you know, um, it was just, it was so talent. All that stuff people say about, she can't sing, she can't dance, Evita. you know, uh, she, maybe she's not, you know, Patti LuPone or, or uh, you know, Cheetah Rivera or even Britney Marley Spears Matlin. in terms mm-hmm. of, like, technical capability. But, you know, she's a star and she's charismatic and she that song has so much meaning when she does it, you know? And it was, it was, it was, it was astonishing. And the whole show was kind of like that. Well, when she sings about her virginity, I get the giggles. <laughs> but it's like a virgin. Well, it's not she hasn't fire. been like a virgin not for years, thing. I'm sure. Yeah. <laughs> Is that sort of like fake crab? <laughs> Remember when Subway had the imitation crab sandwich? It was the seafood delight. I'm crab too young to remember. Double. Subway had like a fishy sandwich. Uh, wait, Ben, are you drinking a flask? It's Poland Spring. Oh. <laughs> oh, I'm sorry. That must have been me. <laughs> I'm afraid what else we're going to see in your bedroom. Anyway. Uh, it's not my bedroom. <laughs> So, it's my living room. Look I've at the ceiling. Oh, my God. Look at the Patty LuPone posters. I'm so jealous oh. right now. Oh, look. What's that? Patty issues. <laughs> um, <laughs> speaking of Patty issues, you've been asked yes. to do your show um, at Disneyland this weekend. Give, give us yeah, all the details. Sunday. It's part of Gay Days Anaheim. Woohoo! Um, and it's, it's a great roundup. It's me, Audra McDonald, Coco Peru. Man, um, that's from crazy. Drag Race, it's Ben de la Creme and uh, Manila Luzon. And my show, Alec Mappa, the fabulous Alec Mappa, is right. introducing me. Fabulous. Um, and, oh my God, you guys want to hear a really embarrassing, funny story? Yes! I love embarrassing, funny stories. Okay. Especially when they're <laughs> so, not about me. <laughs> I actually sort of know Audra McDonald. It's been a very long time. But when I was first working as an assistant director on Sweeney Todd with Patti LuPone, <gasps> Audra was in the cast. Do, do you see how he name drops? I know. Like, it's crazy. It's, it's like, this, this is the point girl, story, calm down. Okay? Don't worry. I, I don't come across well in this story. <laughs> Yay! But, so I haven't, I haven't seen her in many years. But, you know, we had a meaningful collaboration at the time but you know i'd seen her a little bit after the time and she'd remember me and then over the years i've invited her to some shows i've done and she's never responded to me and i don't not not mass emailing you know just a personal once in a very long while but no response and then like when twitter started i would tweet at her once in a while you know very nice complimentary things nothing weird or personal she Uh. never favorited it she never replied she never retweeted and you know she's all up in the twitter there's like a lot of people (laughs) that I know who tweeted her that she doesn't know at all that she engages with, you know? And, um, uh, but nothing. And even when I wrote a story about her on Playbill, I tweeted it, nothing. So our mutual friend, Lonnie, the director I used to assist when I worked with her, I, um, oh, sorry, I sent an email to Audra saying, we're both going to be in Gay Days, Anaheim. It would mean so much to me for you to see my show, Patty Issues. You even get a shout out in it. And I didn't hear back. And I decided to write Lonnie. And the subject was, has Audra ever said anything about me? And I basically said to him everything I just said to you, except I used the phrase, she engages with a lot of people I know on Twitter who have a lot less clout than oh, I do. Oh, girl. Two we snaps know. in a shade. It was just shorthand. I was just talking yes. to Yes. Just trying to get well, to the I'm point. I was at dinner that night, and I get an email from Audra McDonald. <gasps> 
in response to the email I thought I sent. No! You. Oh no! God! Oh my God! I think you meant to send this to someone. Oh my God! Um, uh, I'm so sorry I won't be able to see your show. I'll be back in New York at that point. Congratulations. Thanks for thinking of me. Oh, no. Well, um, you know, I ran into her at the Grove. Yeah. And um, at the time, she had a new CD come out, and I was literally listening to it every morning. And she was with her kid at the Grove, and I was following her around. I'm like, I just go say something. Yeah. And I said, oh, I listen to you in the bathroom every morning. And she's oh. like, isn't that nice? Oh. And then she walked away, and I was like, girl? Ooh. Private practice, I mean, no. And she just must think I'm the biggest douchebag, you know. Like if you're I love that like, though. I do not. Or Betty Buckley, they'd be like, "Well, does he have clout?" You know. <laughs> <laughs> you know, Audra like won a Tony fresh out of Juilliard. She's never had to be in the gutter of show business. She's like, not. She's never been in an ensemble. She has like six Tonys. She hasn't sung in a dog ring. Yeah, she's like the Meryl yeah. Streep of Broadway. It's like. Take a vacation. (laughs) No, I think she should have been embarrassed and she should have apologized when she realized she had never responded. That's what I think. Well, you know what, Jill? If she wants to come and be on this podcast, I'm going to be like, no, thank you. (laughs) That is so hot. Okay, Ben, where can our listeners find out more about your show? Uh, Where can they follow you? They can follow me at benrimmelauer.com. It's spelled sort of like it sounds. And um, they can get information about the show also at pattyissues.com, patty with an I. And uh, gaydaysanaheim.com has all the information, you know, about the shows this weekend, too. Um, or facebook.com slash gaydaysanaheim, facebook.com slash benrimmelauer. I don't know what else to tell you. That's good. What color are you painting your ceiling? Because we saw that. <laughs> I don't know. Do you guys have an opinion? Well, like... uh, not that. <laughs> <laughs> Did Helen Keller paint your apartment? What's happening? <laughs> the ceiling what? fell down and oh. they opened you one up and they like left it this weird way. And so I guess I have to get it painted myself, but I sort of don't know whether to go with the green or the white or something else. Ben, we know the truth. You're, you're going to put a mirror up there. Like, d- don't even play. <laughs> this is not my bedroom. <laughs> <laughs> I say put some white up there. Otherwise, you're going to feel too closed in. It's New York. That's true. Actually, email so. Audra and see what her opinion you is. You should. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, Ben, we're going to check in with you next month, and I'm going to come see your show on Sunday. Oh, um, my God. I can't wait to see you. Jill, will you come too? I'm going to be in Vegas, or I would be there. Oh, my God. Why don't you just tell them you're going to stay longer? What did I tell you oh, about this woman? Let's go to Vegas together. For yes. Show. Oh, my God. Let's yeah. go. That I'm, sounds a lot more Let's fun. invite Audra. <laughs> <laughs> I'm actually going to see Audra. She told me not to speak of it. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> no, I'm going to see Anne Hampton Calloway. So come after your show. All right. Deal. Okay. <laughs> All right, girl. Have fun painting your ceiling, and we'll see you this weekend. Bonchance, <laughs> hey. bonchance. What the hell does that mean? That's good luck in French. I don't oh, know. Oh, this I said fancy it. pants. She's in Mexico. She's at the Polo Club. Now she's in Vegas. Next year, you're like, oh, I'm touring with Cirque du Soleil. <laughs> and I'm wearing shoes from Target, damn it. Anyway. Well, anyway. I digress. Okay, we're going to cut to a quick break. We're going to play a little clip um, from Sons of Anarchy. We're going to cut to a what? A break. A quick, a quick, a quick, quick break. Right. And Sons of Anarchy, which is the most brilliant show. Uh, sexy. Uh, and we're one of the sexiest. In fact, well. <laughs> We'll get into it. We're going to take a quick break and we're going to be, uh, we'll be right <laughs> Too much Diet Mountain Dew and vodka. It's, it's, it's moving Kurt. around the yes. table, Kurt. It's osmosis. <laughs> we'll be back. Clay's days are numbered. When he loses sway, I'm done with Sam Crow. Start fresh somewhere. Be a real family. The best season ever. Truly, I think, actually, the best season ever. Bloody. 
What is it? Season four. Sexy. A tornado. It's time to call SOS. Wickedly exciting and interesting. Not like anything you've ever seen before on Sons of Anarchy. The bond that holds this club together isn't about love or brotherhood anymore. It's just fear and greed now. Season four is going to knock your socks off. It's nonstop and uh, it's, uh, it's unrelenting. We're in trouble. This, this club is in big, big, big time trouble. There's no time to catch your breath. You're going to love it. Almost here. It's almost here. That's good. Awesome. Because <laughs> Danny Trejo's in it. <laughs> 500K. I'll have a Coke ready for you for the run back. I want you to back me. I don't want to walk away with nothing. I love you, brother. But I love this club more. Are you hiding something from me? Oh, this scares me. I need your word to let me walk away. so very cool to be a part of that show. Okay, so Sons of Anarchy is like the sexy show. It's like testosterone city. Yeah. So they have to they have to cast fiery actresses that can hold their own. Yeah. Kristen Renton. That's it. <laughs> I love that intro. Uh, no, nice. but it's, it's awesome. I was joking because if you pull your Google uh, images, first you have to sign in that say you're 21 and over. No, yeah. I'm just kidding. <laughs> but the joke, that. <laughs> the, the, the joke I made was that I've seen more of your body than of people I've dated. <laughs> It's kind of true. <laughs> but you started modeling uh, at 16, right? Yeah, my older sister was a model. And so... Um, Is she mad at you now? She's like, bitch. <laughs> no, not at she, um, she was like 5'11 and like rail thin and gorgeous. And I was... Actually, I started, I think, when I was like 12 or 13 doing like the mall stuff. Like limited two and you stand in the, yeah. in the window and you're all like... Yeah, <laughs> you know that kind of ridiculous stuff and um, one thing led to another and I found myself out here because I have the coolest parents on the planet and uh, and I got asked to come out and I wasn't going to go I mean I was 16 I had a boyfriend I was in high school you know you're like that's your world like you can't imagine oh, you doing anything other than that and uh, or my, starting a non-profit like some other young people you know <laughs> there's that yeah. you know I mean yeah overachiever much yeah, yeah. Uh, I try I try <laughs> But uh, my parents were like, you know, we don't want you to look back on it and say, what if? And so here I am. And then once wow. I was having sex on TV, my dad's like, I should have not let her go. Oh, no. <laughs> but, it's quarterbacking. Right? <laughs> it's funny. Uh, a fan put together like a little reel of your moments from Sons of Anarchy. Did they really? Every scene you're in starts with one of the other lady actresses uh, coming in and saying, what, what are you doing here? Like, literally, they say 20 times, what are you doing here? What the F are you doing here? I, it's like, how does that feel to be on set? It's like, girl, I have a trailer out there. My name's on the cast list. I have to be served to be here. And Katie Seagal, yeah. what are you doing here? Yeah, I was not, the, I, I was definitely the least favorite character. But I loved it because that meant I did my job. Yes, That's right. Yes. You know what I mean? Um, I think we have a call from the chat room. Hello? Hello? Hi. Hi. There's a really bad echo. Oh. That's just my testosterone voice. <laughs> <laughs> yes. How are you? I, hello. You're on On the Rocks. Turn off your computer. Oh, yeah. If you turn off the... Oh, co- oh. Bye. Oh. <laughs> Peace. Peace out. 
a fan. Yeah. <laughs> Welcome I'll, to my world. Is he related to Kurt? I just am curious. <laughs> <laughs> Poor um, Kurt. But you, you, you were part of Sons of Anarchy, which was, was, was such a huge show. Um, and then you were on Days of Our Lives for about a year. I was, yeah. Yeah. So, so I had an t- entirely different human being. <laughs> <laughs> That's called rage. I know. Isn't it crazy? So, so, okay. So now you've done Sons of Anarchy, which is just such critical acclaim. Yeah. And, and there, so you've been on that kind of set and in yeah. that kind of world. Yeah. And then you go to Days of Our Lives, and the, and the soap world is flying by the seat of your pants. It's oh, yeah. you know sixty pages a day, mm-hmm. all new material when you walk in. Mm-hmm. Which d- did you feel more intimidated by one than the other, or did you? What did you feel about the difference, or how? You know, the the reason that I love this soap is because it was like going to acting class every day. Yeah. I mean, they you would get in the hair and makeup chair, and they would hand you twelve new pages like three of them an entire monologue that you had to know by the time you got on set where That's you had to crazy. cry yeah. at the drop of a hat so like you had to be on your your game right. you know you really had to be prepared for anything um you know working with sons it was uh definitely slower paced but um you still i mean the caliber of people you were working with was is incredible incredible it yeah. was amazing incredible yeah. so it was like i mean you were better just by being in the scene with certain people yeah you know, so it was definitely uh, that was a beautiful learning process for me as well as to what, um, how to kind of manipulate certain things and how to get to get what you want in other ways. It was it was they're they're both so special in their own way. Now was days first or was sons first? Days was first. So that was kind of really a great proving ground for you. Yeah, because if, if you can get new pages. And learn them absolutely in, in you know twenty minutes or whatever. Absolutely, you can kind of you, you get that feeling like well I can do anything. So oh, then yeah. when you get to Suns, it's yeah I was set. Yeah, I was like bring it, we're good, right? Yeah, that's kind of awesome. It was. Is it easy for you to cry on cue or after? You know what? I had never had to cry until I got on days, and so the night before I had this big giant really emotional uh, monologue about my father going missing. It was this big dramatic thing. Um, what I in had, Salem? It's I not possible. Um, but I had to. I had to really sit down and go. Okay, how the hell am I going to do this? You know, because it has to happen. I know a lot of people do use. They have this this uh, product that can can make you cry. But yes, I was like I've I want it to be those, authentic. Yeah. I don't want it to be, you know, look fake. So I I I figured out how I was going to do it. And the funny thing was, I went to I, we did the the scene and and it was fantastic and then the director came over the loudspeaker we called him god because you never saw right. him right he was yeah, up they're in the up room. in the crazy yeah. to me and you never see him you don't even i mean there, you could go weeks without seeing him so he's up in the booth and he and he goes down he's like all right Kristen, that was absolutely fantastic and i'm still crying he's like but can we have one this time with a little less snot and i was like mm-hmm. Oh, I know. you're like. Do you think they tell that to Meryl Streep? I don't I think know. so. Yeah. I was like, it's not my fault. I was crying. Right? How no, do you technically say hold the snot? I know. Yeah. How do you do that? I was like, do I'm gonna stick something up my nose? I don't. <laughs> but so, that's how you know have... it's a real performance. So. That's yeah. it. Exactly. When I have to that's film incredible. a crying scene, I just do this, and then I pull a nose hair when nobody's looking, <laughs> and then it gets my eyes watering. Or Works like, every time. Like Joey on Friends, it said, "Get tweezers, poke a hole in your pants, and just start plucking." Oh my oh, God! Yes. Yes. How hairy was he? Um, but uh, Sons was such an intense show. Um, what, what was the set life like? 
just as intense as you would imagine. It really, to be. really. <laughs> I mean, you get you get that many men in one place at one time for an extended period. It's West of Hollywood. Time. <laughs> no, pretty much. Yeah. Hey, girl. Whoop whoop. Uh huh. Yeah. I mean, there was it, there was mad mad love for everybody there. Everybody. It was a it was a big family, but just like any family, you have dysfunction and you have moments where people aren't in great moods, and you know they take it out on each other. Um, but it was definitely that's a very nice way of putting it. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> She's all smiling. Yeah. <laughs> did you, you know, date anybody on the show? I did not, no. Have you? Because there was a lot to choose from. I know. <laughs> oh, yeah. I was like, who today? Hmm. <laughs> <laughs> I, uh, I learned by watching other people, I don't shit where I eat. Thank you. Good I was just going to say. Oh, I was just going to no, say. That no. is a dangerous <laughs> game I, I learned that on days. We'll put it to you that way. Oh. oh, oh yeah. I think after a few champagnes, I think I tried making out with you once. Yeah. Well, yeah. I don't speak of it. <laughs> Making out with my gay friends. Try it sometime. <laughs> it's fabulous. No, I couldn't get over the fact that he brought Corbell. <laughs> I'm never going to live this down. She don't. She won't drink anything less than Vuv. Um, it was our first podcast, and you're like, let's have some champagne. No, you're talking about when I went to your house. I know. I was like, it's 11.30 in meeting. the morning. Corbell oh. is okay for that time. <laughs> oh, for that time of day. All right. Well, I didn't know I needed to bring a mixer. No. <laughs> It's so because when I brought the bottle out, you, your attitude changed. I was like, what the hell is her problem? <laughs> and then she, you had to be like a paper cup. And I was like, what is happening here? <laughs> Judgment. So, Kristen, you have 20 tattoos. More than that, probably. Which oh, one's wow. your favorite? You know what? I, I get asked that question all the time. And, and I don't have a fit because they each have a story. I actually, this one right here, um, my girlfriend that is, is visiting with me today, Candy, uh, we got this on a uh, trip to drive two senior dogs up to their forever homes up in Vancouver. And on the way back down, we got it uh, to basically document our our road trip adventure. Right, to commemorate that. Um, And everybody calls us Thelma and Louise. My middle name is Louise, so we call her Thelma. That's awesome. TNL for Thelma and Louise. So yeah, so each, each tattoo that I have, people might look at that and be like, what the hell is that? And I'm like, doesn't matter if you don't like it because it ain't on you. So I didn't ask your opinion. Hello. <laughs> so do you yeah. have any that you regret? Because I have a tattoo that I got with. You a, do? Yeah, with a couple of my. You Is it of a Corbell it. bottle? No, but <laughs> had you brought Love yes. Clicquot, you might have seen it by now. <laughs> it's, um, well, there's a dream. <laughs> no, that's a nightmare for you. Um, no, uh, it's it's. It's supposed to be a lotus blossom, and uh-huh. I got it after my first divorce. Oh, the first fun. one, which was sort of I'll never be that person again. Uh-huh. And so a lotus is supposed to speak to female power yes. and the whole thing. So three of us got them. Three of us who were divorced all got these same tattoos. And now I'm just a, a little concerned because it looks more like an artichoke. <laughs> so is I got it green? an artichoke. I don't even want to know. Is but, it green? Well, no, it's not even that. It's just I, you know, it? when I looked at it next to an artichoke, I thought You're that like, it favored oh. the artichoke more than it favored the lotus blossom. So I need to go in and. I have a great guy. Oh, excellent! Well, and now I you have like it. a whole lotus tree. What happened to my microphone, Kurt? Yeah. <laughs> We've turned you off. No one wants Hello? to hear you anymore. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> We're over it. Yeah. Um, but spoken by the seventeen-year-old, <laughs> I'm, I'm intimidated by her. And you, you should be. Yes. You're, you don't mess with this one. No. I already, I already figured that out. This is a crap load of estrogen, and you know, <laughs> yeah, you just better. That's why watch Kurt it. can't even talk. <laughs> Girl power. We're yeah, gonna start sinking soon. Oh my god! Who's the alpha? Who's the alpha? <laughs> um, but you do a lot of work for the community. And you're involved with a lot of organizations. In I fact, am. you're a celebrity ambassador for uh, Brat Pack. Yes, uh, which, which I'm super excited about. Which we're actually going to talk about. Where can our listeners follow you? Uh, you have a, you have a great website. 
Thank you. Yeah, I actually just got that up and running a couple weeks ago. Um, everything on social media, including my website, is all my name, Kristen Renton, with an E. Um, my, I have Instagram, Twitter, Facebook. I have my website up. I have a couple fan pages. Um, so, yeah, everything that you need to know about all the organizations that I'm, I'm participating in, it's all up there. And there's links to every single one of them. So... Anybody and our listeners just need to do Google image search, put in your name. <laughs> you know what's funny is a friend of mine did that not too long ago, and they called me and they said, "You know, I googled you," and I go, "Oh, that's interesting." <laughs> and uh, they're like, "Did you know you have a Wiki Feet page?" I said, "Oh, <gasps> oh my god, go ahead." What I do uh, too. First of all, first of all, I didn't Ooh. even know that existed. Second of either. all, the fact that that's like the second thing that comes up terrifies me. <laughs> I'm like, I need to start doing like foot porn, you know, and like. <laughs> Making some real money. Well, at least that'd be great. At least they don't have you in like a furry costume because that would be weird. Oh, what is that furry? The yeah, furries. there's a furry thing. They're fun. Oh, well, oh, they're soft. Personal experience? <laughs> no. Oh. No, I've seen a few of them out. I mean, when you go to Vegas, you see some oh, stuff. Yes. They you look know harmless. what I mean? Yeah, I mean, they just want to have fun in their outfits. Yeah. I kissed a midget on New Year's Eve in, in Las, <laughs> oh. Las Vegas. Can that I say like midget? A, I don't think I can say midget <laughs> anymore. That sounds was like a, sh- a really great name of a song. I was going to say, I kissed a midget on New Year's Eve. But I didn't like it. Anyway, we're going to take a quick break. We're going to play a little bit from The Voice that aired last Monday because we have a contestant. And it's all tied into Brat Pack, and you're a celebrity ambassador, so we're going to talk all about that when we come back. Look how well it worked. Yes! My name's Alyssa Sheridan. I'm 18 years old, and I'm from San Diego, California. Are you excited to hear your sister sing? Yes. I got accepted to Cal State San Marcos for the nursing program. It is on the back burner as of right now because this is a -a once-in-a-lifetime opportunity for sure. I'm going to be dedicating the song I'm singing to my stepdad, Floyd. He is such a selfless person and very protective. He's my stepdad, but he's always been a father figure to me. He was in the Marine Corps. He was in the EOD branch, Explosive Ordnance Disposal. In 2010, he got deployed to Afghanistan. And my mom was eight months pregnant at the time. Floyd was disarming a bomb that... that um, prematurely detonated. I was at work when it happened. I saw four military members in uniform, and I just knew. I dropped to my knees and started crying, and it was hard. Up in the sky. He's up in the sky, I know. My little sister, Sienna, her middle name is Grace. It's our little saving grace that Floyd left for us. Just the presence of her being in there, it just it lifted all of our souls. Music became a huge part of my life. It was my outlet. After I lost my stepdad, I felt like that was where I could catch my breath and relay my emotions. I don't play any gigs. I play recitals here and there. This is hopefully the start of my career. Well, you've got a lot of inspiration, obviously. What are you singing? I Will Remember You by Sarah McLaughlin. How are you going to keep your emotions in check? I visualize him there and singing to him, so it's comforting to me. I just graduated high school, so this is like an amazing opportunity, and I hope I get his hair turned around. I feel my stepdad all the time when I sing, and I'm going to walk out there with him right next to me. Oh, 
Okay, so you have to check that out, and you have to see the actual audition. Tell me what that's like stepping out on that stage. It was nerve-wracking, um, but I, I did walk out there with a sense of confidence to me. Um, I definitely, especially with the song that I sang, um, definitely felt my stepdad there with me. Yeah. It's so amazing that you had this great relationship with him because, you know, a lot of stories, that's mm-hmm. not the case. Yeah. We share that story because my stepdad's very close Absolutely. To me too. What a wonderful thing. Yeah, it, he he was always um, just a father figure to me. I mean, my dad wasn't in the best uh, position when I was a kid, so he he I looked up to him. He raised me since I was in diapers. It it doesn't feel like it's it to other people when I talk about it. It's like oh, it's a stepdad, but he really he was my dad. He's my dad. Yeah, yeah. That's a what what a lucky. What a lucky blessing yeah, for you. Absolutely. And what a great way to honor him. You know, I have no heart or soul, and I actually got choked <laughs> up when I saw that. I was like, what is this? I'm, I'm leaking. What is this? It's not sweat. It's, I promise. And your mom, hello, holy mackerel, she's gorgeous. Thank you. Wow. You guys gorgeous have one family. A hell of a genius. Well, obviously, yeah. Uh, right? Yeah. <laughs> I was looking at her. I'm like, what is happening yeah, right you, now? Thank you, mom. Yes. I know. <laughs> so do they do they give you the song to pick? How do they work the track? Do they do it in your key? I've always wanted to know this. Um, so they do the very beginning audition stages. There's several before you step foot on that blind audition stage. You have to um, rank songs. They give you a couple hundred. You rank one through 25. Okay. Um, they give you the one that they think best suits you. In my situation, I believe they gave me the one that best suited was my story. Because um, it doesn't necessarily portray the type of artist that I am, um, but yes, they 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 assign you the songs. Um, you get two band rehearsals um, prior to the blind audition stage, so yeah, it, it, it puts you a little. Like, it's like a comforting blanket, and it's that's another incredible learning experience and trial by fire. I had a student who, absolutely who did it too, and it's what that what she would describe what you guys went through and it, it was just you had to be a professional all of a sudden mm-hmm. with all these people around you and nuts yeah it's very intimidating i was going up against people manny he was on um i believe last night 45 years old he's been doing this his entire life and little old me literally graduated high school four days later later packed my bags off to la <laughs> but to shoot the for Cinderella the boys. story it's crazy but i you know intimidation only goes so far if it you fight for what you want and I fought hard. Yes, you did. You did. You did. Uh, A a fun video our listeners should go to on YouTube is uh, on uh, Brat Pack TV channel is when you actually found out that you were going to be auditioning. Yes. So tell me, tell me how the audition came about, and and let's talk about uh, Brat Pack. So I was flown out to San Antonio, Texas, to perform at a boot ride campaign, Um, uh, and. After I, I performed the national anthem and an original I wrote for my stepdad, I was kind of rushed off stage and I was surrounded by a bunch of cameras and I was like, okay, this is weird. <laughs> <laughs> and then I was like, the show's over, guys. What's going on? Um, and then uh, one of the girls there um, showed me a video on an iPad and it was Kinsey. And I was like, oh, she's just calling to say, I hope you did a good job. And um, little did I know, the whole time you were talking, there was actually a giant voice. Um, stat- didn't even realize it. She's... Anyway, she said, um, we have a couple people that want to talk to you. And Carson Daly and Michelle McNulty came on saying, we heard your story. We want you to step foot on that blind audition stage. We hope to see you soon. And, yeah. Wow. 
Crazy. Was crazy, it, crazy. Did, it for it to sink in? Because that's so much information. Oh, and, yeah. And, and, and not in the normal place where you expect it. You're and not, while on camera, too. Right. Yes. Yes. I was in utter disbelief. It was like a dream. On top of having just an incredible day, it just topped it off. Did Was your mom with you? Yes, and she, her and Kinsey, yeah. actually. We knew the whole time. Like, we knew, like, weeks in advance, and we met up. Um, I don't knew. know, a few weeks before she headed out to San Antonio, Texas to perform because we flew her out there for, because we told her that was her wish, like, to go sing at this event. Like, you know, you can sing your song. And so we met up, like, a few weeks before, mm-hmm. like I said, and me and Chrissy were looking at each other the whole time. We were like, oh, my God. Oh I don't know gosh. if I can keep this. <laughs> that I mean, that's not just some little secret. That's, like, a no. huge life-changing. So life-changing. Yeah, yeah. Uh, it's, it's crazy. So, Kenzie, like, I want to see you on The Apprentice. You remind me of Ivana. Yeah, like, so do I. Right? right? You remind me of, like, that. Ivana Trump. Like, you got oh, it going thank on. You. you have well, accomplished Donald's so out now. much. Donald now. Yes. Oh, yeah. You have accomplished so much. Number one, how do you go to school and then do everything? And you have you have gathered a, a, a team of celebrity ambassadors. Uh, Cody St. New, who was on our show from oh, Teen Wolf, he's, is, he's actually our awareness director and a celebrity oh ambassador. Well, a lot of people are aware of him. I'll tell you Yes. Yes. <laughs> you must have your, I mean, you're 17, so you're, all, you're in your I'm senior, senior year. year yeah. So you must have every college barking down your door. Mm, no. Um, <laughs> I would think. <laughs> you know, they want you because this person can have great grades and this person can have great grades and it's going to be the person that's going to bring something extraordinary. Right. Or they're socially right. awkward. <laughs> right. Yeah. That uh, was me. <laughs> no, we're talking about people with great grades as well. Oh. <laughs> it's it's crazy having to struggle like, you know, with school and Brat Pack 11 and pursuing acting. Um, but I do homeschool now, so it's a lot easier. Oh, for sure. Great. How, how did you come up? Uh, tell us what Brat Pack 11 does yeah. Yeah. Um, and, and how you came up with the idea. Um, so Brat Pack 11 grants wishes to military brats, wounded and fallen soldiers. I came up with the idea when I was 11 years old uh, when my dad. <laughs> Insane, right? Yeah. It's, I think my parents, they're, they've raised me so incredible. Um, but I'll get to, to get to that later. <laughs> um, <laughs> um, yeah, my dad was deployed to Afghanistan back in 2009. Incredibly tough year. Nobody I really knows what it's like unless you're in the situation. I I'm a really big snoop. Like I'll look through emails and like phone because if like I feel like somebody's hiding something from me, like a surprise party. I want to know. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? You scare um, me. <laughs> <laughs> I have never hiding a surprise party from you. Um, <laughs> no, but like at 11 years old, like you know, I would listen to all my mom's phone calls because I knew she was hiding stuff from me. Like I wanted to know if my dad was okay. Right. And so I found out stuff, and it was tough. And my mom found out that I found out, and. So my parents discussed it, and they were like, well, for the year that he's deployed, we want to let you live out a dream. Anything you want, we could have moved, we could have joined a soccer team, my little sister and I. Um, We started up acting classes. It was an incredible escape. Um, Turns out to be one of my biggest passions today. And I asked my mom, why can't other military kids have an outlet, have an experience like I did when they're going through such a struggle? And uh, my mom didn't have the answer. And about a week later, we received a phone call from my dad. Um, that a soldier he was deployed with, Captain Rob Yaskis, was injured by an IED, which is an improvised explosive device, if you don't know. And um, he was hospitalized for a few months, but eventually passed away, leaving behind two little girls, Julie and Ava. And um, I immediately wanted to do something for them, didn't know what, I was 11. And so I thought of sending them to Disneyland. So I raised up funds through local family, um, local businesses and family and friends, and I got to send them there. And I got pictures back, and I saw how happy they were, and... I just wanted to continue doing it. So here I wow. am. Wow. I mean, it's so empowering. 
what you do is incredible, but I, I can understand how empowering it is for you in terms of you feeling some kind of power. Because growing up as a kid with a parent in the military, it does feel powerless. You know, yeah, they're I off, mean, they're in danger, there's nothing yeah. you can do about it, you're 11 years old, right. people are hiding things because they're trying to protect you. Yeah. So what a wonderful way Definitely. to t take that energy and put it into something that's not only positive, but that continually gives out in a ripple effect. You know, and I think my parents too, they just wanted us to be happy, my little sister and I, and they just wanted us to have things that they didn't have growing up, and so they just saw that opportunity, and they're they're incredible. They taught me, you know, to never give up, to chase my dreams, to not take no as an answer, and that's how I, I'm here right now. You're going to so be great awesome. in the acting world, because uh, that's you're gonna what you You're going to be great in anything that you do. You're right? going to be producing, directing, and starring, and doing everything. Oh, I hope so. I you're going to be so. like, you will. dream. You will. <laughs> I got it. And I'll, I'll tell you, it's so refreshing to see somebody of your age doing something so positive, and the fact that you're so well-spoken and intelligent. I hate children. Like, I hate you. <laughs> like, like, it's okay. Yeah. I hate you, too. <laughs> <laughs> and now we've bonded. Yeah. <laughs> Family. Um, but, uh, it, you know, it, it makes me feel good about future generations because you know half half the kids out there are like you know it terrifies me it terrifies me yeah. if there was a world full of her I would be okay <laughs> I am scared like I'm well, sweating over here I'm like did I do okay when <laughs> you say that it's true because in a world where everybody just wants to be famous yeah, yeah. and yeah. instant gratification for that and they'll it's, do whatever it takes it's you know get rid of it, any self esteem that they have in order yeah. to get the chase that Whatever it's that light, you, yeah. To you, have this, oh, it's it's so amazing to hear her story and see everything that she's doing. And you know, I my my sister is a professor at Florida State, and the stories that she tells me about these kids, I, I, I'm terrified. I'm terrified yeah. Yeah. as to where the country is going, yeah. the world, the people. I'm like, I'm just gonna build my little hut in New Mexico where nobody can find me and just right. live off the land. Go and to Ensenada; they have good fish tacos there. Apparently, <laughs> stone crab tacos there. So, I mean, there's just no... We can't applaud you enough for what you're Aww, doing. Aw, thank you but so you, much. But you also do a lot of work, and I love when I see a celebrity give so much of their time to causes that, that are important. Yeah, you don't thank see you. that often. Yeah. yeah. It's yeah. incredible. Yeah. No, I... You know what? When I was her age, and I, I had just started in this business, I was about 16 and a half, 17 when I first started in this business, and one of my biggest pet peeves coming in, it was like Britney Spears and Christina Aguilera and all those girls were just becoming really uber famous. And I was so pissed because they were not doing one thing to give back. You didn't hear about one thing they were doing. And if you did, it was just a publicity stunt. Mm -hmm. And it drove me crazy. And I always told everybody, I said, when the minute I get a tiny little soapbox, I am never going to get off. And, and I made that promise when I was your age. And that is exactly what I did. Because oh, I awesome. feel like I'm blessed enough to have, you know, whatever little bit of celebrity I have, I'm so blessed to have it. And I want to use it for the greater good. And, and that's it. I don't care about what you think of me outside of that, whether you like my acting, whether you like the way I look. I really Personally, I don't care. If you can sit there and say she's doing something good, then I have made the impact that I want to make. Oh, that's incredible. So that's it. Incredible. And thank yeah. God for people like you, too, because thank then you. we have the Ariana Grandes of the world. Sorry, is that a soapbox thing I should have said? <laughs> I'm just glad she got killed in Scream Queens. I'm like... <laughs> I DVR that and I rewound it. That's why rewound, rewound. I didn't even know she was on it. Yeah, I didn't. I didn't Ooh. either until he said that. And then I went, "Oh yeah." Oh, but but you know, she tweeted that she might be coming back. So don't get over too my happy. dead body. Oh, somebody give that girl a donut. <laughs> yes. Seriously. <laughs> so Kenzie, where where can our listeners find out more about Brat Pack? How can they help support? Yeah. Yes, you can go to bratpack11.com. B R A T P A C K. 
P A C K P A C K um, eleven number eleven and Brat Pack eleven on Twitter and Instagram and yeah and, and YouTube you're doing a lot of fun uh, webisodes yes and, and things yes like that. Brat Pack TV on YouTube just type that in uh, we document the wish experiences like Alyssa's wish experience on The Voice um, and we try to share other youth like doing good in their communities too. I love it. I love Spectacular. it. So I see a guitar in the corner. Yeah. And the show is wrapping up. Who so I was here? wondering if you would if you would serenade us. And where can listeners uh, hear more of your music? I am actually, um, I, I think I have maybe two videos on YouTube. Really wasn't that into YouTubing. Um, we do have the voice uh, episodes on there. I have a couple covers on there. But I am coming out. We just uh, we're listening to it in the car with my um, first single yes! coming out very soon. <laughs> yes, so I'll let you guys know when that's coming out. It should be in the next month or so. It, will it be on iTunes? And it, stuff yes, okay, followed by so. a music video, all that good we'll stuff. We'll play it on the show. Yeah. Yes, yeah, when it comes yeah. out. Yes, absolutely. absolutely. Okay, so what are you going to play for us today? You guys know Fleetwood Mac, Stevie yes. Nicks? Yes. Hello. Um, in fact, I, I went to uh, a Stevie Nicks concert. It was probably t- two years ago. Did you get kicked oh, out of that one? I will not say what happened. <laughs> oh, I need to hear that story. Yeah. I know. Oh, there's so After the show. After the show. So, ladies and gentlemen, I will slide. Scoops. I don't know if you'll be able to hear my guitar, but... You will. This is good. Yeah? Yeah. took my love and I took it down Climbed a mountain and I turned around And I saw my reflection in the snow-covered hills To the landslide brought me down Oh, mirror in the sky, what is love? Can the child within my heart rise above? Can I sail through the changing ocean tides? Can I handle the seasons? Of my life Oh, oh I don't know Well, I've been afraid of changing So I build my life around you But time makes you bolder Children grow older And I'm getting older too Oh, mirror in the sky What is love? Thank you guys. Wow. This has been On the Rocks with Jill and Alexander. Every Tuesday at 7 p.m. Download full episodes on iTunes. Find us on Facebook. Tweet us at JA On the Rocks. <laughs>